Hello and welcome to the Line 3 Sessions podcast with me, Jack Milchrist. In the Fusco. And Scott Shaw. I'm burned to smoke the in my garden. <laughs> Sophie walked out. <laughs> Mon Maui. I'm in my Lyndon is a very good chess player. Shut up, man. It's another week. Uh, we're not joined by a guest this week. It's just the three of us. Standard kind of podcast crack. Although we've had two with guests and now it'll be two without. So make of that what you will. But how has your week been? Week's been good. Aye, it's been wicked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Had a good weekend of gigging, didn't we? We did. This yeah. is where we find out where we can't remember where we've been. Every week I'm like, where have you been? And you're like, oh, I don't I'll know. I'll tell you what, we'll go to you first, Jack. Where have you yeah, been Yeah, what weekend? have you done? All right, okay. Interesting, yeah. Well, actually, this is the first time we've really spoken on the podcast where my throat has been better and I've actually had a weekend of gigs. <laughs> so I actually have something to talk about for this segment. Uh, on Friday, I was at Stack Seaburn, which was always lovely. It's just a nice gig because it's like you don't have to take any gear and the you can park right outside. Plug and play. Oh, it's great. It's so good. Always someone doing the sound. Um, lovely, lovely lady called Rachel doing the sound. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Rachel's uh, she's, she's a very she's, good sound engineer. She's mint. Uh, she's just, well, to be fair, we were just talking for like all of the break and stuff. And like it, I was talking to her about various bits like to do with uh, original music and stuff like that because she does a lot of original music and we were just having having a bit cracking stuff and uh, yeah it was good and on the Saturday um, the guy who I do for, for context the guy who I do the TGI gigs with most of the time a guy called Joe um, his it was his grand's 80th birthday party and he mm-hmm. asked me to play uh, and then it ended up being a trio gig with uh, another lad called Jamie Thompson who will probably get on on this at some point actually oh, sure, um, he only lives 10 minutes away um, so and it was class it was actually like such a good laugh because uh, <laughs> I should point out as well we had like two days before we had like an air quote rehearsal <laughs> um, and it was me just going yeah that's fine yeah whatever okay well, and the, the the great thing was is like it was like it was all the stuff I played in the same key I played it and all that kind of stuff and it was great because like all Joe had to do really on the cajon was hit along in time mm-hmm. and Jamie is like an absolute wizard like I was just like this is in B flat and he's like all right and it was like, you know, he'd barely heard any of these songs before. So Jamie, you're a wizard, mate. You're really good. <laughs> um, so we'll get him on for a session at some point. Yeah, that'd yeah, be, we'll get him That'd on. be great. Cool. Um, and yeah, it was a good gig. It was really funny as well, because I, wa- I wanted to mention this on the podcast, because um, Joe used to actually play drums for Sam Fender, which is really cool. Um, oh, he, yeah, you've said that. Oh, yeah. He was in school when Sam was at the sixth form at Whitley High. Um because he was telling us some of this, because I've only heard dribs and drabs, because I've known Joe for a while, and I've just heard like um, bits and pieces. But he told us, he told us a few bits and pieces of uh, of the the history between them and stuff. Um, and he said like that Sam came to the, his house once where we were, and Joe's dad is like a massive fan of Sam Fender now, and he, and <laughs> he tells everyone he goes, "Oh yeah, Sam Fender smoked the tab in my garden," you know. <laughs> so um, so that was quite funny. So it was it, it was just a really nice nice day to be honest with you, and we were done by like seven however i went home like an hour after that uh they kept on partying until about <laughs> half four in the morning ah. he texted us the next day being like mate <laughs> and he, he got like a letter of complaint through the door like from one of the neighbors and stuff and oh yeah it was a whole thing so um but it was a good gig was, was, uh, his, was his grand party until that time in the morning she was yeah was she? I, Hardcore. I, I, yeah yeah i mean brenda you didn't look 80 like you you look great like uh you know Sophie, watch out! <laughs> <laughs> Sophie is eighty on the inside, so so aren't uh, we all? Aye, so but yeah, it was a good weekend of gigs. Have you remembered? Oh. Are you swear? Uh, do you know what I can't remember? Is Friday? Friday was uh, Billingham, wasn't it? Billingham Constitutional Club, yes. Oh yeah, that was a good gig. It was I. I have, um, I've played there before. 
Have you? Yes. I, the last time we played there was New Year's Day. That was when we had a yes, it was, flat tyre and oh, that was a chaos. Oh. But then Saturday we were a charity do. It was for Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's Society, wasn't it? Um, it was really good. It was. It's. It was the Forest Hall uh, Cons Club. Okay. Uh, the Unionist Club as well. And uh, the room was quite small and the stage was tiny. Like, if there was a ride faff setting up and all that, but in the end it was... Good crowd feel, wasn't it? It was absolutely packed. Full of locals. It was, right. It was great. Ah, very cool. I think we've already cool. got what booked in, haven't we? Yeah. August, straight away, get what back, uh, back in. The one is back, so that's that's good. Very good. But it was uh, just a nice evening just to raise money for charity. It was I, I like those kind of gigs though because, you know, like, I mean, as much as I, you know, I got paid for the party, it was just a laugh with your mates. And, yeah. I, and I, I know like a charity is slightly more serious, but you tend to find when it's like a, maybe a more of a lighthearted occasion, you know, you find that the crowd is maybe more receptive or just up for a good time because it's for a good cause. Yes. And you tend to it. find that they're good gigs, you know. There, there wasn't an air of seriousness really in the room. There wasn't. It was just, yeah. it was just a good gig. It was and I think at the end they said, they didn't do a proper count, but it was something like between 1,802 grand they'd raised. Oh, oh, I I think it's like a lot of money. So. Very good. Very, Very good. good. So, We've got a birthday in the house. Scott? Aye. It was your birthday on Saturday. Did you have a good birthday? I did. I mean, I was working, but as we've just said, it was a, oh, it was, yeah, that it was was a lush yes, evening. That was it that was. day. Yeah, well, um, well I've, uh, I've got you a gift. Have you? So this is for your birthday and also for passing this driving test. Woo! Thank you. So it's not wrapped. I apologise. Um, oh, what could this be? So I was going to wrap it and then I was like, do you know what? Like, well, uh, it's, nah, point. it's all good. Think well, of the noise. <laughs> oh, no. There's your card. Oh, thank you. And then... Oh, yes! Oh, You're going to have to explain what it is. Thank you, see. Jack has just handed me a Stranger Things mug. Oh, yes. But you, read, what it, read what it does. Read what it does. Oh, hang on. I think I know what it does. Yeah, yeah. It's heat change mug. Also, the upside down goes black when it's got heat in it. Yeah, yeah. When we when, when we put this live on our oh, Instagram, yes. we'll put a picture on of this so, pe so people can have context. That's a good idea. So, uh, but yeah, there you go. Happy birthday. That is cool. Thank Very you good. very much. You open the card. And I haven't... Something you should know about me, I hate licking envelopes so that it's not licked. It's just like tucked under because that's my, that's my biggest fear, actually. But licking envelopes? Dry, dry tongue. tongue. Why do you want to do, do that? It's awful. It's awful. So, Talented fucker. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody would ever cease to amaze me with their quick wit, natural talent, and skills. You. Oh, thank you very much. So there you go. Thank you. So this, oh, is, I'm setting a precedent now for like when it's my birthday, you have to buy me something. All right, okay. So well, that's, after, yeah. Yeah. Thank even, you very even much. Before mine, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, happy birthday. I hope thank you had you. a good one. Uh, I did. We'll we'll take pictures of those and put them on my Instagram for you to have a look at. Um, he wasn't just saying that he was a talented fucker. That's what it says on the card. <laughs> so, but, no, uh, this is lush. Thank you very much. No, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Oh, I'm chuffed last. Right. Stranger Things mug. I, I want to see it work like because I've never. I've I've got. We'll try it later. Is that hot enough? Oh, but I've got oh. a cup of tea here. Is it hot enough? This is. This is riveting for the audience at home. I don't think it's hot enough. No, nah, it's not hot enough. <laughs> it's just staying black. <laughs> oh, I was hoping I'd get to see the upside down. Upside down. Oh, you have to make a fresh. Fresh batch in a bit. We'll try it later. We'll try yeah. it later, yeah. Anyway, that was that section. I can't drink it now because it's not been cleaned. <laughs> it might be a bit dusty. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I was like, why are you doing that for? Like, I didn't know what you were doing. I don't know. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for... What are you listening to? 
So, what have we been listening to this week? Well, I told them to do the homework and listen to something new. I, ha- have you? New-ish. Just something anyway, so like, I, listen I, to something. I, I re-listened, because actually, it, I, was at the, I was in the co-op the other day, and it came on the radio, and I've never heard it anywhere else by anyway. Red Rum Club came on in the co-op. Did they? And we were in the co-op, just doing some shopping. And night, night calling came on. Oh, did it? So I thought, that's a sign. I'll give that yep. album another listen. So they had an album called How to Steal the World, which is their latest yes. album. Which Very is the good. one that they were doing when we went to see them. That was all that the promotional sort of, stuff for the that's grapefruit. That's all the promotional stuff. And it's a fucking great album. Do you know them to some extent? We, well, we, I would say we know Joe. Who's the trumpet Joe's player? Joe's the trumpet player. Right. He played trumpet on our first single, Doesn't Change. Oh, Right, okay. I wonder what the connection was. Because we were, we were in Liverpool at the time, Got you. in Par Street recording it. Carl, who was the producer on Carl it. Carl Hunt of the farm. Yes. Knows Joe, because Red Rum Club did their album at Par Street as well. Got you. So he gave him a call and said, could you come down and record? Because they, they had the idea for putting brass on it. Yeah. So we got him and a guy called Connor Emery. Oh, yes, I forgot about that lad. Another I? band who I can't remember, it's Blue something. Yes, Liverpool band. But um, he came and played trombone on it, so we had trumpet and trombone. And uh, he did that. So we met him there and we were chatting. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's really canny. And he, every time we go to see them, he always comes and chats to us. It gave it a lush pro- mod 60 sound like didn't yeah, happen there. It was great. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah, we sort of know Joe, but the rest of the bands, we don't really, don't really know. Was them. this the band that you said that you went to have a look at their backline and they were using the Boss IR200? Yes, yes the exact yeah, yeah, yeah. No amps on stage at all. Yeah, and that's sounded, awesome. That's that. the best sound I've ever heard Aye. at any gig ever. It's a good pedal. I can vouch that it is a very, yes, you've got very it, good yeah. pedal. Yeah. Well, we use it for all of the lime tree stuff so because we don't obviously we can't mic up an amp in here because then there'd be bleed and all that kind of stuff yes so it's all a digital di signal uh through that pedal which is which is kind of cool that it, it's been used on a bigger scale yeah. uh, and it obviously works you know we're what just I mean? amazed so, when we're just going up to the front at the end having a look at the gear yeah, just, just, just hang no on amps. there's no amps and there's it's just the pedal future. boards of course it is, it is it's very future. much the present people just have to embrace it that's all i like uh yes i think more so in the i mean I can't remember the last time that I saw a, a big artist using a massive backline anyway. Not not unless it's sort of like 70s or 80s Queen rockers. Or something like that, yeah. In which case, fair enough, they've got the amount of roadies to carry all the gear. It's, it's expensive though as well though, because like to, just to hire... And maintain. And maintain, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was watching I was watching an interview last night actually of um, Mike Deuce, who's in a band called Northern Atlantis. I used mm-hmm. to be a big fan back in the day. Um kind of like a pop rock kind of thing, uh, alternative rock. And he was talking about how, uh, this was this, this interview was like from like five years ago, but he was talking about how he's like a Kemper convert. He uses Kemper now instead of uh, real amps. Yeah. Um, and they were talking about how some people, instead of flying a Kemper, um, they request a Kemper when they get to the gig, which is easier than transporting glass valve amps. Yeah, definitely. And they only take... A memory stick. I just put your profiles. Put on. all your profiles on a memory That's stick and just take your memory idea. stick. And he was joking on being like, "You probably wouldn't have to get like a working visa then. You could just be like, oh, 'I'm here for a holiday.' <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, I think it's the way forward. Like, I could probably do a gig with my boss IR200 mm-hmm. easily, um, which I might do for the launch gig. To be fair, I'm debating. Depends on yeah. uh, how we're feeling, but um, absolutely the future. Like, and obviously it works for absolutely. Club, I mean, so. we didn't. We couldn't tell. Not not at all. It just it just sounded fantastic. I mean, they had a, a great man mixing it. They did like, indeed. But, yeah. but um, it, yeah, it sounded great. Proves it can work. Oh, absolutely. Yourself, right. what have you been listening to? I have been listening to Paolo Nutini's new album. Yeah. That is a good and album. I absolutely adore it. It's I, so I haven't, good. I haven't got on the hype yet. I will. I haven't done it yet, though. Uh, there's songs in particular, I think, everywhere. 
that's a hell of a tune. Children of the Stars as well. It's a bit of a Rolling Stones style track. It starts off, yeah. then it goes more not like more what Paolo is known for. There's a uh, last song on the album called Writer, which I was telling you beforehand. Mm-hmm. That, uh, oh, it's just a nice little acoustic number, just him and an acoustic guitar, him and pa- uh, Paolo on the guitar. And uh, the last line is like, good night. Mm. It's a perfect way to end it. So I, I, just, I just love it. I love it. It's funny because we, we had a little bit of a chat just before um, we started. Uh, and Sophie uh, is a huge fan of Paolo. But she said, and I quote, that uh, it's 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 not her favourite album. It's her least favourite <laughs> All Paolo, right. Paolo album. And I think um, I, I, from the snippets that I've heard, of because I heard the couple of singles he dropped yes. um, before he released the, the full length thing, um, it is different. It's different it to is, what he different. normally does. And it I is. think that's probably why she isn't the biggest fan of it. Um, because I suppose it, it doesn't... I mean, again, I haven't heard the rest of it, but I imagine... He's gotten to that stage, though, where, like, he's made his money, he can do whatever he wants, which is great. Definitely. But, like, for someone who really likes the first album, you know, it, maybe it's... Like, diehard fans see that change of genre that he's going for mightn't like this new album, I suppose. I, I think people who are, who really like classic Paolo will be hesitant yeah, you're right. to, yeah, to you like are. this album. But... I mean, I I can't really judge yet because I've listened to it. I probably will definitely put it on the to. way home. But... Did you say you'd listen to Lyndon? Only a few tracks. Only a few tracks. Yeah, it's definitely good, worth a listen. Definitely. I liked what I heard though, so I reckon the rest of the album's probably as good. But I'd, I'd have to listen to it as well. For someone like you, though, you because you use like a lot of music, you probably like it regardless of who it was. Do you know what I mean? So, oh, like, I see what you mean. Yeah. True. Like I don't care who the artist is. If I, I like what all I their like, previous work. I, I, yeah. exactly. Yeah, definitely. But something I like, and I like it. It's as simple as that. Yeah, exactly. Because of like so many different types of music. Yeah, yeah. I mean, your taste, especially. Yeah, it's I very wide, very eclectic. Yeah. So, uh, I think you know, you guys are probably like listen to it for what it is rather than previous works and comparing it. Um, whereas I think so, being a massive Paolo fan, she's like this. Like, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> you know what I mean? so but <laughs> it's not him. Did you get your vinyl? I did, yes. Yeah, and I got me a uh, limited edition one, Paisley. Very good. Very, very good. nice. It's amazing how they can do that with vinyl. Paisley on a record. It's just, really. It's, I, I'm not going to play it. Like I'm going to keep it. I'm nice. just to play the the standard edition one. But I think it was uh, 456 of 2000. Wow, that's good. Records that were the put enough. out. So uh, I'm not going to. So I've got it. hers, but did she get green? I think there was a green version. Yeah. I think she was saying, yeah. I think she got the got the green one. Um, she's probably played it already <laughs> and never listened to it. Again. I have, I've, played, <laughs> I've played me standard one, mate, but I, I'm not gonna play the limit edition one. When we nah. went when we went to Glasgow the other 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 week, uh, we were in HMV, and for the first time ever, she saw Sunny Side Up on vinyl. And she Did was you like, get it? Yeah, she was like, "Oh, I'm having it." it was the last one as well? And she's like, in. "Oh, I'm having it." I don't know whether it was just because we were in Scotland or what, um, but she was like, "Oh, I'm getting it," because he's. I think he released the first two albums on vinyl for like a very limited run. Uh, acoustic, got, yeah. acoustic Love's still on vinyl. You can still get it today. And then there was a limited press pressing of Sunny Side Up and I think that's the one she bought. Um, so she was like, oh, I'm having that. So the only one she doesn't have now is the first album, which is really hard to come by. But I can imagine, yeah. I reckon with his popularity, he must repress it at some yeah, point. Yeah, it's going to be reissued, definitely. He must do. Definitely. He must do. Because it is his most, probably his most popular album. When did um, it come out? Was it 2007? Uh, I've, something for some like reason, that. I've got that in my head. I must be looking at it recently. I could be wrong. Last request was on Gavin and Stacey on the first episode, so when, so it was obviously out before that, and I think that ah, was about yeah. that time. So, and it was about the time he was blown up as well. So, yeah, definitely. Um, so it was around that time, late noughties, for sure. I used to think noughties and nineties were the same thing, you know. Did you? Because <laughs> I didn't think it was naught. I thought it was like 
you know, like when people used to say, "Oh, that's naughty," that oh, like all right. oh, the ah. like I used to think like that was just a fancy way for the nineties. I don't know why I told you that. <laughs> it's a nice, nice little bit of insight in there in your childhood there. Stupidity more than childhood, <laughs> to be honest. Just like it, you know, I didn't realize that it meant naught instead of naughty. Anyway, <laughs> never mind. Uh, I have been listening yes, to. I'll, yes, what you well, I'm going to give you a cop out answer and then I'm going to give you a real answer. So the cop out answer is I've been listening to the fabulous new single by Jack Milkrease called Trying. Oh, um, yes. Which uh, these two lads featured on as well. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, the video is out now as well uh, on my YouTube channel. We'll put links in the description and all that jazz to uh, where you can find it. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been going been going rather nicely. By the time this podcast comes out, the bloopers might be out as well, uh, which is oh, that wicked on the like, mint. Oh, like I showed my mum and dad last night; they were howling. It was so <laughs> funny. It's better. It's better than the actual actual video, to be honest. <laughs> go watch the bloopers. Don't go watch the video. Just watch the bloopers. It's great. Uh, but my real answer is uh, the other night. Uh, I don't know why, but I had the urge to watch Bohemian Rhapsody. So oh, I was right. like, I'm going to watch it. And then since then, I did that thing where, like I was saying before, um, on the podcast, but I said before that anytime I watch a movie, uh, and when it's finished, I'll watch like all the special features and I'll watch a lot of YouTube videos about it. So I deep dived into the back catalogue of Queen and then like just... You get lost, don't you? Yeah, like you go... There's oh, so much Queen and, back you know. catalogue, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's so varied as well. My yeah, fa- yeah, right. My favourite song, though, is a song called Stone Cold Crazy. Oh, that's a good one. That is a great song. Do like The White Queen? That's a good song as well, yeah. I love it. I absolutely love I, it. I think because I like all the... Like with most people, I prefer the deep cuts than the hit singles. Yeah. So like a song like like Stone Cold Crazy where it, like, it basically invented thrash metal. It's just like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> like, that's awesome. Um, it's probably my favourite. Um, closely followed by Hammer to Fall. That's my favourite. That's a great... Right, it's it's that riff. Mind. Like, because that riff, you find do, it in like... Do, do. You find it in so many... The, like, what's it... I, I don't know the technical term, but it's like the A to like the A... Sus, whatever it is, whatever chord it is, I don't know what it is. Anyway, that chord you find it. In, <laughs> it's the same in like "All Right Now" by Free and um, yeah, songs to that ilk. Um, that's a good song as well. It's just that riff is just awesome. And then when you watch them play it at live, Aid, that's the best song they played that oh, day, yeah. in my opinion. Um, so yeah, lots of Queen actually. Um, I've been listening to not specific one album, just like the songs that I really like. Um, but most of the deep cuts, like on Apple Music, you when you've got like. Queen Essentials and then there's like Queen Deep Cuts it's like that one I've been listening to more of so um, but yeah that's what I've been listening to so I saw that you put a promotional thing out with uh, Elizabeth Little who we're hopefully going to be having on this show at some point as well as the person that she was singing with Mr. Kieran Bow yes Um, how did that come about? well Kieran's just released his new single which he'll talk about I'm sure in detail when he's here Um, the one that got away and um, it was his manager's idea to do sort of a, a live sort of take on it at the bar he owns, which is the Archers. Yeah, in Time Mouth. Um, in Time Mouth, uh, which I didn't realise was in a church. No. Yeah. You've been there before. I have been, yes. Land of Green Ginger. I got there and didn't realise it was in a converted church, so it's yeah. it's quite cool. It's pretty safe. cool, yeah. Um, he had the idea of doing it in the middle bit. Oh, that would have been so good. the acoustic, but apparently there was some miscommunication. Yeah, there was a bar, wasn't there, that actually opened when they said they yeah, were going Yeah, no to... one said they were going to be there, and then there was a bar open, so we couldn't do it in there. We had to do it inside the arches. So, but yeah, they both uh, they both turned up, and um, I recorded all the audio. Scott did all the, did all the video, video for it. Did you use your new camera? I did, I used my new he camera. Did, use Very nice. Camera. It looks smashing like my camera. Very good. Very happy with the purchase. I know. Yes, that... it, was a, it was a good buy. In a the good end. impulse buy. Yes. <laughs> Very good. But uh, no, it was good. It went smoothly. 
one take pretty much. Yeah, I was. It was really, all the way through. really quick. Um, Very good. Is that coming out, that's coming out today, isn't it? It is, I. To, yes, which is no good for people listening. It's no, already out. It'll be out, it's when, already yeah, out, it'll yes. be out yeah. when you listen to this, yeah. But, yeah. but um, no, uh, Liz was great. Fantastic. Liz has been like... Great vocalist. She's just announced a, a gig, actually. At, at the, the Clooney. Clooney, yes. On the 11th of September, I think. Yes, yes it is the 11th it's of September. It's a Sunday, isn't it? Yes, it it's is. A Sunday. Yeah. Nice chill. I'm hoping I can go, but I'm actually gigging down in Whitby on the night before and I'm stopping over. So uh, if I can get back in time, I'll probably end up going. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope I can go because she's mint. Like, she's like an unbelievable musician. Yeah. I hope you've got to go, like, but if we're not gigging... We'll have to see what happens. But, um, yeah, it's a good day. Couple hours in the arches, and uh, but it was a good idea. Came out better than yeah, I initially thought it was definitely. going yeah. to. But, Considering I think, they're, they're going to uh, use an iPhone in it, yeah, to video a, it, and a, all a that. sort of a, a mother camera, as I call them. You know, the two digital ones that mm. all mothers have was just that on a tripod, yeah, and uh, a few cheap mics and stuff. But um, but no, it came out good in the end. I mean, we can vouch that that makes a hell of a difference when you're using oh, God, I... real cameras and have an actual sound yes. engineer with real good equipment and all that kind of stuff. I mean, for the we probably won't do it for much longer because you've got a new camera, Scott. Mm-hmm. But Scott's angle for most of our videos are filmed on an iPhone. And to be fair, you can, you can tell, the, tell difference. the difference. But now that you've got a new camera, we might be able to incorporate that at some Definitely, point. Like, yeah. Yeah, so we've be, got be nice. some decent cameras now. Yeah, yeah. But it, Yeah, I think we were going we're gonna to make it a, a thing as well. Yeah, we John, 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 the manager. who's Kieran's manager. Cool. Um, about possibly doing some things like recording buskers nights there and stuff like oh, that. Brilliant. So, yeah, hopefully that'll something will come of it. Nice little, that'd nice be nice. Thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a good venue for it because they get lots of uh, original artists in. Um, I mean, I, I played there. Oh, yeah, yeah we saw you. We saw yeah. your name on the board. Yeah, yeah. He, he's got like this big board uh, on on the wall with the Archers logo, and everybody who plays there signs it. Um, and everyone signed it the, the week it, it, it uh, they did it. They first put that sign up. It was like a big festival that they did where there was like 30 people playing or something. Mm-hmm. So everybody everybody had signed it. Um, and by the time I came like the week after or whatever to sign it, like I was like, well, where the hell am I going to sign it? Because there's like no room. So if you noticed, I stood on a, I stood yes. on a chair and I went right high up, up to the top. You're right at the top. Yep. So, uh, which is kind of cool. Um, you know, I mean, it, and it was, to be fair, it was cool to see everybody else's name on there. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, they're all like local artists and stuff, but people like Kieran and Liz who are doing really well. Um, Hayley McKay, who's a really great country artist, she's on there as well. Um, just cool to see your fellow musicians on the board, yeah, I guess. You know, it's kind of, same as your door. You know what I mean? Your door yes. has a bunch of signatures. Uh, everyone on. signs my door in the studio when they come here. Uh, if they've recorded here or played here or whatever. I mean, yeah. we had. I a, forgot to ask Sophie last time she was here. So oh I need, yeah, I you're right. right. I need to get Sophie on. You're totally right, Sophie. When you listen to this, you need to come back. She has been listening to the podcast, you know, in like a car and that. Get in. Sophie. You need get to in. sign my door. Yeah, Sophie, <laughs> you need to sign the door. Um, but we had Jack Harvey here the other week, and he signed the door just below my signature. Yes, the two Jacks together. Two Jacks together. Jack squared. That's what, that's what we call ourselves. <laughs> um, so when I was at that party on Saturday playing, uh, I mentioned earlier on in the podcast that uh, Joe used to play with Sam Fender a lot. And uh, as you do, I was just asking him questions because honestly, I was just interested in like, because um, I've, I've never met Sam. You guys have met him a few times. Um, and obviously, Joe's met him. And Jamie knows him as well somehow. All oh, right. Um, and I was like the only person there who like didn't know him <laughs> sort of thing. So um, I was just asking some general questions. And Joe told us something really interesting that I found actually very relatable. Um, he said that Sam used to 
like approach them in the music room or whatever and say, oh, I've got this new song. Can you come and play some drums and see how it sounds with drums or whatever? Uh, and he would say, he would show Joe the song and Joe would go, oh, that's great. And then Sam would go, here's what I based it off. And it would be like the exact same song. Yes. <laughs> and like, I thought, well, I do that. <laughs> like, I, I take lots of inspiration from other songs and go, oh, well, if I, if I can have a bit of like Hunter Hayes here and then a bit of James Bay here and then we'll mold that together and then this can be this song. And, you know, is that just the way that music's going? Like, yeah. is it like everyone just rips off everybody else? Do you know what I mean? Is it like... Do you know I think what I mean? it, it will get closer and closer to that when all music has been... Yeah, there's only 12 notes. Utilised, exactly. So it's, it's difficult, isn't it? It's like, how, how much new stuff can you make when there's already... Do you know what I mean? Like, it's so difficult to, like, invent a new genre or even sub-genre. Like, I don't know how, I don't know how you would do that. The only, the only thing I've ever... The only genre I've ever noticed it in, like, that it's, like, there's new genres popping up all the time, for me, is, like, the metal world. Because, mm -hmm. like, you've got, like, subgenres of, like, Viking metal and pirate metal and, like, oh, right. tech metal. Pirate metal. Yeah, yeah. There's a band tech called... Tech metal sounds cool. Yeah, like, uh, there's a band called... Is that when you say tech metal, is that technical metal or techo? Um, techno. Techno. No, not metal. technical. Like, more like technical. Oh, right. So, like, um, like different time signatures and, like, like progressive, but, like... It's more like... Um, so it's like prog metal instead of prog rock. <laughs> so, sort of, yeah. But it's like it's, it's an even different genre. Wow. Like um, there's a band called... I can't... I don't know how you pronounce it. I think they, it's pronounced Sicketh. It's S-I-K-T-H. Either Sicketh or Sicketh. I don't know. Okay. Right. Anyway, they came into college once to show us some stuff. It was just the drummer and the bass player. And they were showing us like how they write all their music and stuff. And like they, they do loads of like pushes and stuff out of time and stuff and like very impressive and uh but like i say there's so many metal genres because mm -hmm. i think they just make them up to be honest with you like you say like if something sounds vaguely you know ethnic you know they'll well, slap this, a title on it you know yeah, what i mean it's like it's one of them there's arguably too many genres in music i think there's not there's there's the right amount of genres but there is so many subgenres that it's hard to count and there's yeah. lots of like fads i think as well Have you ever heard of a band called baby metal are they no. the girl yeah. group? Yes, I, I know of them. I am not. So I actually missed them at download because oh, I'm not going to tell the long story, but long story short, at download, it decided to piss it down when I was wearing shorts and T-shirts. <laughs> nice. So instead of standing there in me soaked clothes, I went back uh, and, and changed and missed Baby Metal. But to be fair, I'm not that bothered about it. Um, but it's like, they're like Japanese anime metal. Yes. You know, and it's like... I guess to the point where it's like, is this really a genre? You know what I mean? This is just like, I mean, I don't even know if they're still going. I don't know mm -hmm. if it was like a thing or whatever. Pirate Metal's cool, I have to admit. That's, that's pretty badass. It does badass. sound wicked like. There's a band called... Is it like Metal? <laughs> yeah, like talking about like walking the yeah, plank like, and shit like that. Like in the plank and shit like that. Like the band's called uh, Ailstorm. And it's like, the artwork's badass as well. It's like all like, you know, skull and... Skull, uh, like crossbones skele and everything. Skeletons yeah, on yeah. a pirate ship and shit. And uh, it's awesome. Black like, flags. What's what? the band called? Ailstorm. Ailstorm. Oh, man. Um, what was the song called? This, they had like a really famous song. We can't really play it, but like no. it had like a really famous song and it was like, y'all walk the plank, <laughs> maybe, and all this shit. You know, it's great, man. Uh, They're from so. Scotland. Are they? Well, there you go. Actually, well. that, that's quite... Because Biffy Clyro, one of their songs, mm. I can't remember what, what's it called. There, the music videos on a on a ship. It's like a 
Oh, what's it called? Anyway, they're Scottish, aren't they? I don't know if there's a connection there. <laughs> Just all, all Scottish metal bands do pirate songs. Yeah. What's the Biffy Cairo song called? It's on uh, the album with the flags. I know that doesn't narrow it down, but I know yes, it's... Yes, uh, Isn't it? It's called like In Your Honor. The Captain. The Captain, that's, that's the it. one. The Captain. The Captain. Yeah. Actually, it's a good riff, that, actually. It is, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. Not a huge fan of Biffy, but I like... I like the music more than anything else. Again, yes, I know what you mean. I'm the same. I think I might have mentioned this before. I don't really like bands who sing in their regional accents, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> I'm sort of with you on that. I'll be honest. Yeah. I, I like a neutral American style. Yeah, yeah. But everyone sings American. Yeah, no one sings British. If you're British, no. And in the band, the only that person do... who ever did was David Bowie, and it worked for him. Yeah, but that was like his facade. Yeah, you know, everyone else sings Corona. Everyone yeah. else speaks American. Yeah, like, I think you're right. And I think, I mean, we were saying earlier, like, um, the person that came to mind for Scott was Jerry Cinnamon. Mm-hmm. Now, ironically, I do actually quite like his accent because I think it works with the music, whereas something like Biffy Claro, because it's quite, well, actually, they do heavy stuff and soft stuff, but all of it. I just, I don't think I like the accent. I think, like, when any anybody who's covered their songs, I like their versions much better because they've just sang them mm-hmm. normally. Mm-hmm. Proclaimers. Don't like the proclaimers. I don't mind the proclaimers. Uh, nah, just with the act. Like, I'm on my way. I'm the <laughs> Samari Frit. <laughs> reminds me of Shrek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. One of... There's a lot of Welsh singers that don't sound Welsh. Like, you wouldn't. Tom Jones doesn't sing Welsh. That is true, yeah. But he <laughs> sounds Welsh. Bonnie Tyler. Welsh is hell when she's talking. You couldn't tell when she was singing. Wow. Okay. Fair I think enough. A lot of people like that. Everyone just sings American. Imagine Welsh metal. That'd be good. Welsh metal. That's a, a great subgenre, that, isn't yeah. it? That's a niche. There was Welsh a band. Metal. There's a band called Bullet for My Valentine. They're Welsh, but oh, they don't, but they don't sing in Welsh. Ah, oh, right. But they're very Welsh. I used to be massively into them when I was a kid. Do you know what? it's not a band I've ever listened to? It's not your thing. No, it's, just, it not? it's not your thing Do at I all. Don't bother. <laughs> like you might like the new stuff because it's all like the the stuff that they released like like in the last couple of years has been like mega commercial. But like their first album uh, was Is called. Is that with um, Haley? Williams or was that, was that a different Param- band? Oh, Param- Param- sorry, because they've gone pop as well. Oh, yeah, Scott, how can you... Mix- we've got a friend called Lauren and she's very much into Paramore. Paramore, also, about Paramore them, have yeah. always been good. Um, even their pop album I thought was good. Yeah. Um, the, you Cannot Beat um, Riot, though. That's the best album. Like, that's right. just insane. It's got, like, all the big hits on. Like, I, uh, I've listened to them, like, because... Yeah, the, there is a genre on Wikipedia called Welsh Melodic Death Metal. Oh, Really? There is one band. There's the title What's for the this band? episode. What's the band called? Anteria. Anteria. That's a cool name. That, that is it? a good name. Anteria. Should we? Yeah, form their genres are w- melodic death metal. Oh, get in. But and they're Welsh. And they're Welsh. Oh right. yes. Singing about. Oh, like... they're not going anymore. That's a shame. Oh. The dis- so they're they're discontinued. They, they singing Welsh. <laughs> I don't think I, I doubt it. It's a very, we'll have very to do some niche, research. Uh, niche audience to sing in Welsh. It sounds like a Eurovision entry. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> yes, yes. No. What are they called again? Anterior. Anterior. Hashtag get anterior on to Eurovision. Or to Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> I think get that'd be in. great. Absolutely. It will be. I, do you know, like, I've mentioned it a few times, like, just in passing and stuff, but, like, I used to be, like, a right metalhead when I was a kid. Yes. And, like, I think, like... The hair suggested that. Yeah, it's kind of... It certainly does. It's bled into modern day, though, because, like, I could still listen to some of the stuff I used to and just be, like... I don't necessarily like playing it anymore, but like I love listening to it. I was I was quite in yeah, like there's there's a limit to how heavy like I love rock music. Right. Yeah. I'm how assume. far rock goes into metal? So there's I, a limit. So if I said to you that I used to be a massive Slipknot fan, no, no, is that a no? That's a no. I could still listen to Slipknot now. Like I think they're great. 
Although his, his other Run band... yourself a bath, have some candles, I... slip not yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I think his other band were probably better though. The singer was in another band called Stone Sour and they were okay. quite good. They were more like hard rock. All right. There was no screaming. It was mm-hmm. all like, it was really good actually. It was like just, just commercial rock really. It was good. Um, yeah, Slipknot was mega into them. Both My Valentine was mega into them. I was mega into Bring Me the Horizon before they went all Hollywood. Um, mm-hmm. Not now, like, but although I could still absolutely whack on some Seb Eternal, like, and it'd be <laughs> absolutely class. So, new music change, it, you know, taste change. It does, yes, it does. It's, um, I mean, it's, how you went from metal to country is well, quite a swing. It is, isn't it? It's a good little segue with this, actually, because I think my guitar playing had a lot to do with it. So, country guitar players. In my opinion, or some of the best in the, the world. Best first, in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Unbelievable players, yeah. right? I think you kind of have to be a bit of a shredder to be able to play like that. The the, te- the technical Technique, side yeah. of what you're doing in country music is unbelievable. It's almost the same technique, but just with a much cleaner sound. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, fair enough. There's no sweeping or anything like. I can't actually sweep pick, but there's no like sweep picking or anything like that. Um, but in terms of like how you. I don't know if enunciate is the right word because you're not speaking, but how you like enunciate the note on a guitar yeah. or the particular way you're picking it, like pinch harmonics and stuff like that. It all interplays into many genres, but it kind of stems from that shredder yeah. background. There's a level of articulation that That's you have the to word have that I was looking for, yeah. to, to be able to do that sort of music like in country playing. It's like they are some of the best musicians in the world. Oh, yeah. Any engineer will tell you that. Yeah. Country players come in do it and go home because yeah. it's not just technical ability that it's feel as well isn't it with country players mm-hmm, it's very yeah. much in the feel isn't it Yeah. even on like a fast faster song like uh, I've just been listening to a lot of the Luke Combs new album um, called Growing Up and there's a song on there called Any Given Friday Night I'll play it after this right the guitar player on that album is absolutely amazing but again he's a shredder yeah. you can totally tell that like back in the day he was probably listening to Iron Maiden and just going for it you know so yeah. it's like I'm all, I'm all about that, like. But yep. e- even something as commercial as, like, Lady Antebellum, which is, like, technically yeah, yeah. country, it is, yeah. but it's, it's pop music, really. Yeah. It's, like, the, the musicians, pop. they get in to do that. Obviously, they do a lot of it themselves. Yeah. But the songs are flawless. Top yeah. of the game. And, but it's, like, with pop vocals, it's, like... Absolutely, yeah. I love that band. That I love a bit Lady Antebellum. That Christmas like. album's fantastic. I know it's not quite Christmas. Yeah. But that Christmas album is great. It is. They're, they're a good band. They're, it's a shame about how the fact that they've changed their name, though. They're called... Lady A. Lady oh, A. yes. Because Antebellum yeah. is some kind of, uh, it's an old term for slave, I think. Something like that. Yeah, it's it something, something like to, that. I, don't quote me on that. People, something to do with the South in America. Because yeah. the, uh, the Dixie, Dixie chicks, chicks had to change their name. They're called the Chicks now or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. I, of course. Because Dixie's oh, like... They're uh, a fucking great band. Do you know what? Dixie. I've not really listened to them. But if you like, if you like, like that old style of country where it's more like country roots. Yes. It's not like the modern stuff. Although the, the the new album is very commercial. Yeah. The, the new album's called, I think the new album's called Gaslighter, or at least that's the single off of it. Um, good album as well. But their, their early stuff, that kind of like, that 90s country right. harmony stuff is like... Really I love to listen as well. Really, really good. Best song is probably... They do a lovely version of uh, Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. Do they? It's the best... Oh, I love ver- Landslide. It's the best version of that, that, that song ever. Oh, I love to listen. It's so good. Uh, it's, I prefer it than, than the original. And then they've got their famous song, which is called Wide Open Spaces. That's a great song. Um, I'd probably, I'm, I'd probably I'm a bigger fan of the chicks than Lydia, I think. But... Oh, yeah.
I recently have been watching a bit of Rob Scallon. I don't know if he used to do on YouTube, but uh, yeah. he's a, he's a, come from a metal background, but he likes to try different instruments. Yeah. And this what like, this week's video, he was trying to harp, and it was unreal getting it. Because like, I've never really understood how you play a harp, but it's it's all in one key. Yes. So all the notes are right. Yeah. But you have coloured strings, so you know where you are in intervals and stuff. But it was just mincy and him go from his metal background yeah. into playing that. But he, he got it like so quickly. And the woman who, she has a YouTube channel as well. I can't remember what her name was. But uh, the way she plays it, she plays it through a guitar effects board. Mm. And she has like reverb and delays and oh, reverse cool. signal. You just have to check it out. Like, But it's just so cool hearing it. And the way you changed key on hers, she had foot pedals, which changed the tension yes. on the strings. Wow. Or you can get ones where it's like a clip thing on the top of the harp where it changes the tension up there instead, which mm -hmm. is what uh, Rob was playing. But I, it's mint. You'll have to check it out. His series where he tries new instruments are really cool. I, I, I don't know if you've seen. I haven't watched loads of his stuff. I know who he is, and he's a very good shredder. He's like he's a proper shredder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, the best video, and arguably one of the only videos I've seen of him. Really, he did this great video where he tried to reproduce uh, effects that you would have on a recording software like Logic or Pro Tools or whatever, and he would, or actually guitar pedals in general, actually. Um, and he would recreate those using old analog technology that would be in a studio. Uh -huh. So, for example... Ah, uh, yes, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yes. it's a good video. So this will be interesting for you, Lyndon, since you're a sound engineer. Uh -huh. um, do you know where the uh, origin of a flanger comes from? Yes. Yeah. You, you used to press down on the tape heads. Yeah, yeah. To yes. get flanger. So he did Old it. Old school. He did this in this video. It was incredible. You've got to I mean, get it right. As, as somebody who had, like, has no idea about that you know again i know i like uh knowing the history of stuff and knowing how things have been done and stuff i had no idea that's what flanger was you know what i mean mm -hmm. like and then he did like um he did a bunch of other ones he did like yeah uh, like reverb and delay and like the, the kind of basic ones which i sort of understand um but yeah that flanger one i was like that is mental like and it but i guess it makes sense from a scientific point of view that yeah it's gonna warp isn't it so yes. it's that's where it comes from but that's a great video that is a good i video. think i showed you the one where he was on an organ in a church. I showed you that yes. one, didn't I? And he was finding out how it all works, all the bells. Not oh, bells, sorry. There was the, another. There was a one where he was playing bells. You got to like hammer. Yeah, you press them down. down with your, the palms. I can't remember what's called. Begins with the C, I think the instrument. But his videos. Oh, I remembered what that last was called. Who's the harp player? She's called on, Emily Hopkins. She also has a YouTube channel. I recognise that name. And I watched another one of her videos. She's, do you know um, what the card where you you press your thumbs on? The, is it a karimba? Oh um, no, not karimba. Uh, well, you press your, your use your thumbs to press down metal rods. A karimba, I think. It's is it a karimba? I think it's karimba. Yes. She has one where it's it's sort of built into a, an effects pedal, and you can put effects on it, and you can plug it into an amp. Right. And it just sounded really cool. And I thought, right, I'm getting one of them. That's meant. I think like talking about like instruments and stuff. There's something that you and me have been sharing videos on it recently. Actually, right. I really want a B bender. Oh yes, we so did. They're so fucking cool. <laughs> have you seen them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the the ones that um. Because they're usually constructed into a guitar uh, of some description, usually like inside the body itself. Yeah. You saw one where, did, it's, yes. where it's a pedal. Now, it is connected to the guitar via a rod because it has to. It's like a, it a lap steel sort of... Yeah. Because obviously that's like a bending thing, isn't to, it? To put it in context for people who are like, what the hell are going on about? Um, a lot of country musicians have what's called a B-bender inside of their guitars. And when they move the guitar up and down, the strap lock kind of... Um, tightens on the inside and it moves the B string. Pulls the rod, doesn't up and down. Pulls the rod that's connected to the B string, uh, ego B bender, uh, 
on the guitar to get like give like a twangy like sound like a like a does it move at a half step or i think a it's a step? tone is it yeah i think it's tone? a tone but you obviously can control it so if you go like half mast kind of thing yeah and, like you know so like if you ever watch any country musicians because i wondered how the fuck are they bending yes <laughs> while they're doing like a little little or whatever and it's like that's how they're doing it and it's the guy the guy who i first noticed had one i mean they've been around for a long time uh but the guy called john osborne from brothers osborne He's got one, and oh god, he's if if anyone wants to go listen to some amazing country music, there's a uh, NPR do something called the Tiny Desk Sessions. Oh yes, and they've yes. done one right, and it is it's the best it's the best live performance of a country art, ba- band artist whatever I've ever seen. It is absolutely incredible. It's just I could I, rival you to that. All right, Nathaniel Ratliff, NPR Tiny Desk. Right, June COVID, he did it from a barn. And it's unreal. Oh, cool. It's gorgeous. The, like, the whole session was unreal. Is it a band? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. called Nathaniel Ratliff and the Night Sweats. I don't know if you've heard of him. I don't know. And about to check out, definitely. He's unreal. Very, very good. NPR do some good of those. Like, the, I like the Tiny Desk section, sessions because mm-hmm. uh, Chris Stapleton did one with just him and his missus. And that was just nice. Oh, yes, I have seen that one. Really on. stripped back. It was very, really good. His missus, uh, oh, I forget her name, but she does all of his backing vocals. Uh and I, it's just really lovely. I think he did it when like his first album came out as well. So it's all like really early material, uh, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, Tiny Desk Sessions. That's kind of, to be fair, it's kind of full circle because that's kind of what I wanted the Lime Tree stuff to be. Yeah. Where, although it's not a gig, it's us live in a room having a jam, playing some songs and, you know. It's, getting guests on. Getting guests on, yeah. I mean, we've only had one so far, but... Like many to come. The plan is to get loads of people on eventually. Yeah. Like we've done enough of our own now. It's time to get some real musicians on. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so sick of us. Yeah, I know. But we don't even plan them anymore. We literally turn up and go. Do you know this one? Yeah, we'll just do it. It's fine. Where so are you? it's better that way. It seems to have worked so far. Yeah. Like so. But uh, I tiny desk. You've got a lot to, uh, to answer for <laughs> for this YouTube channel. <laughs> right, we're gonna do some questions now. That uh, nice. If you fo- if you've been following uh, the the podcast for a little while I say a little while this is the fourth episode but whatever uh, last week Aye, well, last week, we did last week when we had Soph on we, uh, we thought it would be funny to be fair we didn't have a lot of content to talk about so we're like let's just find some random questions so I did my homework and I found some more Um, so yeah we'll start off yeah with they some, start some off questions. as quickfire questions they may just be questions yes <laughs> <laughs> let's see how this one goes what is one thing you regret spending money on oh that's an excellent question <laughs> One thing I regret spending money on, a criminology uni degree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to top that. Like, that no, I like, wish just go to the next one. Yeah, fair enough. I, I don't think I regret anything. Not me neither. I mean, I did in the camera when it was, the list and it ended, I thought, oh God, what have I done? But now it's all right. But now you're like, yeah, well, I, yeah. To be fair, with that guitar, um, oh, yeah, similar, similar thing. It was an eBay impulse purchase and I sniped in at the last second thing and I wouldn't get it and then I got it. But now that... I do have that Katama possession. Now I'm like, oh yeah, that's great. So that I guess that's my answer as well. What movie do you enjoy quoting the most? Mine's probably uh, either Shaun of the Dead or Back to the Future. Back to the Future's a good one. Yeah. Do you know what? I don't really remember quotes, me. No? I remember scenes, but I can't remember quotes. I'm not I don't. I think the, the quote thing is like, it's not one individual movie. It depends on the situation as to which movie I pick it that's from. That's true. Like, I will quote movies a lot, but... And sometimes no one gets it, but yeah. For, for Lyndon, though, it's a TV series that he 
particularly knows every single line for. Oh yes, Doctor I could quote. Doctor I could, no, Top Gear. Okay, I you could, know when we were watching at Liverpool, he would he would say the lines before they come out of their mouths. I could, I could original Top Gear, like Jeremy James. Yeah, and Richard, yeah, I could, the classic. I could. I could rewrite this if they lost the scripts. You could. I could rewrite the scripts. BBC are funny. I'd like, love you. <laughs> yeah, I could rewrite most of the scripts. So if I said, um, "Oh yeah, we got Oh, he's testing us now. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll say a quote, and you got to tell me what the situation because I can't. I don't know what the next okay, line is. Okay, but this is gonna be interesting. But if I said, uh, "Trust in me," well, I know where it's from. What episode is it? It's the ambulance one. There we go. When he's when he's <laughs> oh yes when he's when he's fitting the catheter into the penis. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> Weirdly, that's the only one I could think of off the top of my head. Trust in me. Trust in me. <laughs> if you could be transformed into one animal, which one would, you, would it be? A dog. A dog? Yeah, I'm the same. I love dogs. Dogs do have a canny, cushy life. The yeah. best thing to ever exist on Earth is a dog. If I wasn't allergic, I'd probably feel the same way. <laughs> um, but you're right, probably. A dog, because you'd have a really cushy life, but if if... I mean, my favourite animal is a tiger, but they're endangered, so that might not oh, be Yeah, you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot, really, do you? A tiger at Edinburgh Zoo. That'd be nice. <laughs> I went there the other week, and it was great. So they get well looked after. Nice. <laughs> like five times a day. It'd be great. What story do you tell the most? Ooh. I feel like for you, it's when you did the gig for the dog. That's, that's the one I've heard the most about. We do tell that a lot. Yeah. It, w- it will be banned, really. It probably when we did the cavern or something. It's like any opportunity to say mm-hmm. we've performed at the cavern. Mm. It's quite cool. You've not really mentioned it on here. We've performed at the <laughs> cavern club in Liverpool. Oh my God, we played the cavern. <laughs> it's a good gig. How about you? You got one or not? I mean, for myself, I don't really know if it's other people if they tell us if I'm That's saying things point. too much. Uh, what's mine then? What have I talked about the most? Not really. It's just one thing once and then that's it. And we'll remember. Oh, well. Well. well, you can cut yeah, this. You can are, cut this question. It was shy. None of us are really repeaters, really, are we? No. Uh, what's your favorite board game? Board game, yeah. chess. Really? Yeah. Okay, actually, I can see you playing chess. I've actually. got trophies upstairs. Lyndon is a very good chess player. Shut up, man. Do you know I've only <laughs> I've only known you for like seven months, and I'm still finding like new things. New things. Yeah, it's yeah. Great. I, was, I was pretty good at chess. I'm probably less good nowadays. It's been quite a while. So but... when we'll have a games night. We'll oh, I'll play these all at chess. I'll yeah, and yeah. we'll all annihilate with both. Have you got like um, multiple chess boards? Have you got yes. like collector's editions? There's quite a few like? in the house. Mm. Have you got like a th- uh, the 3D one? I have a Harry Potter one. That's uh, fair. Do you? Yeah. To be fair, I do have a collection of chess boards, but I don't play chess. <laughs> They're cool things to have. But I, I, I on a table that looks quite cool. I liked it when I was younger. Like uh, I got, I've got like uh, well, I got a uh, one. That my grandma and grandma gave us for like my birthday one year, uh-huh. which is like a nice wooden antique one. And then I've got like a Lego one. Um, nice. And I, I've got a Star Wars one. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I when I was getting trophies, they're from 2008 and 2009. It was quite a long time ago. I see. So Fair last enough. year's a primary school it was. Wow. I went to Sunderland to compete as well. Oh. And that's when you get wiped the floor with because everyone there's like potential grandmaster champion. Like it's like really? they're really good. Oh, yeah, I got In Sunderland. Wiped. Oh, I, Wow. That's just where the competition was. Oh, right, I was going to say. It was like the whole of the northeast. <laughs> all went to Sunderland. I'm not really a ball game player. Monopoly, maybe? Yeah, or Mon- Cluedo? Mon- I like we Cluedo. played Cluedo in Liverpool. We did, yes. Yeah, that didn't go very well. We tried. We, we tried. Because I brought it down, didn't I? Yeah. It was on top of the cabinet for, for ages, and then we tried. Monopoly would put my second. I, I like Monopoly. Monopoly for me, but I also really like the logo game. It's a good game. I've not played that. Um, and I also like... Is that literally just guess the logo? Sort of, but it's more like... Um, what 
what chocolate bar has coconut in it, and you've got to guess what that is. You know, it's, all right. It's more like it. It is more trivia than just what's. So this it goes logo. into more I depth like than what trivial the pursuit is. as well. I like because I like general knowledge questions and stuff. I, I we like we played that when we were in Glasgow. I've been in Glasgow. I've not mentioned it. That's what I get. <laughs> That's your story. <laughs> like keep mentioning. It. <laughs> we went to Glasgow the other week. We stayed in Airbnb, and there was a few board games to play, and one of them was Trivial Pursuit. And my God, it's difficult. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, we played it for a few hours because that took that was how long it took us to get around the board and get all the pieces. You know what I mean? It was just so <laughs> difficult. Um, I also like, oh, I can't remember the title of it. It's called. It's where you can like block people in. Uh, oh, a quick Google search. Yeah, sorry. Block while while you're in, doing I'm that, we went to Edge Hill University, and if you lived on site, oh yes, they provided an Edge Hill University monopoly set, like a really? How cool is that? Professionally done. I mean, you didn't get a keeper, like I don't think. Did no, you? no, it was, it was like just two, for the I room. Reckon, I and a lot of people nicked them. Oh, the most go through it was like two the the houses. All right, but obviously we lived off site, so Edge Hill themed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like instead All of going the places like, will have yeah, been like yeah. departments and shit like that, yeah. That's pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Um I don't even know what you would type in to find this. Board game block people in. <laughs> <laughs> that sums it up. Um all right, I found it, but that's not what it's called. Um So you've not found it? Well, I found a version of it. How is Scott? How is... <laughs> Cut him from the slap, man. <laughs> no, there's a, there's definitely a different name oh, for right. it. Um it's on here, it's called Quo. Corridor. That's not. That's not what it's called. You see what I mean, though. You block people in, like it's like a thing. All right. But it's got a different name. It's like corridor. That'll do. Right. Anyway, next question. Sorry. Work or play? Play. 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 Money or happiness? (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Fifty-fifty. Money. Wow, okay, fair enough. Straight in there. <laughs> I'm not paying you for this, am I? No. No, okay. Happiness? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I think that there is an equilibrium where you do yeah. need a I bit like of money. Both. I, yeah, but I don't think money can buy happiness, but money no. can buy uh, stability, which brings happiness. Yes. So there's there's that argument. That's, but that, that, that's, that's my argument all the time. It's like to have the, the, the worries that most people wouldn't then have. Yeah. Like th- thinking about money. No matter how much family or love you've got behind you, if you've got money worries, you are not happy. Yeah, because it you're affects staying up else. all night worrying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. If you've got money, a little bit of happiness is great, and you will be happy. Yeah, that was a very serious yeah, answer. Was, I'm was, really sorry. We've got very like, DPR more. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll go with something a bit more lighthearted for the next one. Uh, do you watch when you watch TV shows? Do you watch one episode at a time, or do you binge the whole thing? Depends. Yeah. I've just watched all the Stranger Things, and I did watch. All the stranger things. Yeah, I'm a I'm a binger. Like, depends how good it is. Like, if I'm really into it, yeah. I will just it's binge, hard to put I will down. binge watch all yeah. of it. I can do one at a time. I think I you'd... do that more than binge, but I can binge as well. If that say like thirty minute episodes or whatever, I can binge. Okay. But if they're like an hour long, I, I tend to watch maybe two at once and then. Oh, fair enough. Depends how much spare time you've got. That yeah. is true. Yeah. As it's, well. like, it's, it's, also, it's also if you've got a life. Yeah. More than anything else. <laughs> Clearly, we don't. Do <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather be able to fly or have super strength? Fly. Fly, yeah. Yeah, fly. I'd probably say fly as well. I'm already hard as fuck, so. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. It's an easy question, that wasn't it? Would you rather find your dream job or win the lottery? Talking about happiness and I money. already have my dream job, so win the lottery. Yes, yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, I'd... 
I'd win the lottery, but I would still be doing exactly what I would uh, exactly. do now. Like I would just like spend. I would just have a lot more gear. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, and, <laughs> and not a lot it. of money. Yeah. And not a lot of money because I'd have a lot of gear. Are you more of an introvert or an extrovert? Extrovert. I don't know. I'm quite in between. I suppose I think you I... do a lot of things on your own. I, I like doing stuff by myself. Whereas I. I, I don't mind doing things on my own, but I, re- I like having someone else, like an yeah. external influence rather than just being in my own head. I think like, I, I always forget which way around that is, but I think I'm an extroverted introvert. Is that right? So like, I appear. Yeah. Well, well most people are both. Yeah, I think I'm that as well. No yeah, one's like, solidly one or the other. Like I, I can, I, I appear like I'm really confident and stuff and all that kind of stuff. But behind closed doors, I'm... You sat, like keeping yourself to yourself. I'm sat watching The Mentalist with a bar of cabris, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm, yeah. so, it's a good night in, though. <laughs> Speaking of which, a night in or a night out? Depends who I'm with. It depends who I'm with. Okay. <laughs> but a, a night, I like a night out. I don't mind a night out. I haven't had a, like, a night out in a long time. No, me neither. We're all working, aren't we? Well, like, I suppose, when yeah. people normally go out. Then, it, then again, what's it? I don't know. When like, you say a night out, yeah, it's if it's question. going to a gig, yes. But like going to a nightclub or that? No. Oh, no. Me, I, I've me. been to two nightclubs in my entire life and I hated both of them. I'll never, never yeah, go clubbing again. Yeah, I've only been once. It's just not fun. Never again. Definitely nah. a pub. We're all pub blokes over clubs, aren't we? Like a pub, th- a restaurant or a social club are great. I mean, definitely But not the a problem is club, like having me at normal jobs is difficult. Yes. Like the amount of group chats I'm in where you, you can't go to things. Because they do you want to meet on Saturday and you can't because you're working. Yeah, I should point out because we're working musicians, we pretty much can't go out on a weekend because that's yeah. We, Friday, Saturday, Sunday is. Is it fair to say that we are like the um, the entertainment for normal people? Because most people who work yeah. nine to five, yeah, we are on a weekend. They let off some steam by going out, and we are there to supply that yeah, relief. Maybe I don't know. Like it's it. Unfortunately, that's kind of what you have to do to be able to. Do what we do. Do what we do. That's why yes. a lot of our friends are other musicians. Yes. Because we well, get that's this. handy, isn't that's it? That's why I'm doing my, our launch gig on a Thursday so musicians can come down. Yeah. I've got no excuse. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. Well, the handy thing about that is working the weekend is during the week if you want to do stuff, things are quiet because people are at work. That is true. Yeah, that is true. You haven't true. got the hustle and bustle of a Friday night or Saturday exactly. when everyone's off. Before, so started teaching heavily, we would be like going like bowling and... All sorts just during, all the, sorts, during the yeah. week because like there was no one there, no kids as well. Yes, that's all, another thing. Always a perk. Now she teaches and she only gets <laughs> she only gets the school holidays. So and it's surrounded by children. And it's surrounded by children. So, but you never know. It, it, it's one of those things. Uh, expensive presents or homemade presents? To give or to receive? It doesn't say. That's uh, a point. I guess pick one for one and one for the other movie. Homemade presents to give because they're cheaper and expensive presents to have because, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, like, you know, that wasn't expensive, that mug, like, but, you know, no, I did I did take the price very, off of it, like. Very kind of But you, you can't put I a price on, on love. On love. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a title. <laughs> We've got a title. Uh, <laughs> uh, would you rather travel in at the past or the future? The future. Because we know we know what the past entails. Yeah. No what no one can predict the future. Would so you like would you do a Marty McFly and go into the future? Um, oh, get... I'd, I'd be going quite a distance. All right, I'm thinking like if you go 50 years, get one of those almanacs and then go back. What and sports place, results? Put loads yeah. of bets on. Place plays loads of bets. I. 
let's not mess with the fabric of space. No. Very sensible yes. of you. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, did I'm, my voice break? You've there? thought about it, haven't <laughs> you? Oh, yeah, Lyndon's of thought about I'm it. I'm a sci-fi nerd, so of course it's, you know, always been a thought. Yeah. I think I'm past, you know. Same. Because, where, where would you go? Well, I've thought about this. Okay. Do you want to go first? No, you can go, 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 go first. Maybe I have the same answer. Well, I would go to... Well, okay, I have like a, a cop-out answer and I have a real answer. So my cop-out answer would be I'd go to like the late 50s and write all the Beatles songs. That would be my cop-out answer. But my real answer would be probably go to the 60s and experience the 60s, 70s and 80s. Yes. Like, because th- that's the thing. Like, thing is, you're experiencing the music. Yeah. You, you have to live through the difficult social times that they had in the 60s, 70s and 80s. I wrote all the Beatles songs, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I've got all the money in the world, it's fine. It's like, it's fine going back to those times, but you've got to live through the minor strikes and having no power and wars. But if I, if I know the future, I could change all that. The music would still be the same. Just tell everyone, it'll all be all right. It'll be fine. It'll, be, it'll all be fine. It'll be fine. Don't it's not, about. is it though? <laughs> no, I, I, well, okay, the sensible answer is I go to the past and change everything and make sure like, you know. The thing is, if I were to go to the future, I could make just as much money if you were about me. If I went to the year 3000 and was able to talk about <laughs> now. It's the same, but they live underwater. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I'd be the best reference for old history there was. You didn't get the joke, did you? No, I didn't. It's a, it's a busted, busted song. song, is it? Yeah. What you call the had a version as well? Um, the Jonas Brothers. All right. Ah, uh, that wasn't. That wasn't. They covered it. I remember when Camp Rock was on TV, and I went round to a friend's house. Weirdly enough, it's actually uh, the lady who owns the coffee shop who we're going to do a live we're going to do a live version of a track in uh, my friend's coffee shop and when I, I was friends with her son and uh, when Camp Rock came out he had like a party and we all went to go watch Camp Rock and I hated it and I went I, I, me and this other lad were like this is shite and we went upstairs to play wrestling instead wrestling game oh, no, we didn't actually wrestle <laughs> and then we, went, oh, we went to play WWE on the Xbox anyway that was a long winded say, way of saying that I'd you'd go, go to in the, the past. past. I would go to the past. Experience, experience all the music that I you'd, you'd go to love. key musical occasions, wouldn't you? I would anyway. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I would, would probably choose the past if I was doing it solely for music. But if we had to say, like, you have to live in this time period, I do not want to go I back. That's a point. Are you going back and forth or are you staying there and that's you set? Or like you the, can't, I'd rather you go can't to the future back and be set than go to the past and have to live through such the difficult time we've been through. So if it's like Terminator. And there's no going back. If I back. can jump backwards and forwards, probably the past, because yeah, you'd go to the, I'd go to Woodstock, yeah. I'd see the Beatles yeah, on the rooftop. Got, uh, you would go to just all the big musical that's things. That's the point. You'd be the only one watching the rooftop knowing what's happening. Yeah. It'd be great. You'd, you'd try and get up there, wouldn't you? You would, yeah. I. The Beatles are walking up being like, hang on, there's already somebody here. Oh, I just, I just want to watch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then you're like side stage at Woodstock and Live Aid. That's oh, exactly yes. Live. Live would be the first thing I'd go back and see. Yes, same. Yeah. I I would like to do that. Like I must admit, that, I mean, obviously that's impossible. But you know, it would be it would be nice. Be nice. I know somebody who went actually. Was well, uh, alive really? Yeah, yeah. What to, to Wembley Stadium? Yeah, yeah. Who? Uh, so do you remember when I did that? I was best man for a wedding recently. Yes. So his mum and dad went back. In the oh, day. that's cool. Uh, and did just, they live down there or go down there for it? No, they went down there for it. Right. Um, I don't actually know that much detail into it, but I remember them talking about it like recently. Um, but she said that she was on. Uh, his shoulders for when Queen were playing. That's oh, cool. Wow. So, yeah, it's pretty. I think cool. most people remember it. Like my mother remembers watching. Me dad Live watched. Me dad watched the whole twenty-four hours or whatever it was. Like it was longer. Was it longer than that? Yeah, because they did it here and then did it in America afterwards. So it was like me, me dad watched the whole thing. He remembers. He remembers it really up. well. 
Yeah, he stayed up for the whole thing. I think, yeah, because it it started it started in England, didn't it? And then yeah, it transferred over or whatever. Yeah, because Phil Collins got on a plane. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then he got on Concord <laughs> and then went over to Philadelphia. Aye, that would have been. Would you go to the English? leg of it or would you go to America to see I'd it? watch English one then I'd jump on Concord yes. <laughs> go on Concord with Phil Collins yeah. a lot Phil of, can I come with you a lot of my preferred artists played the American one really but then Wembley is the iconic yes. bit isn't it I mean my two favourite artists of all time played in America which are Brian Adams yeah. and Tom Petty yeah true so that would have been cool however Wembley is like the. I mean, yeah. If I had the, if I if I had the choice, the money and the time traveling machine, I'd well, do of course, both. Yes. we all do have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have that technology. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be that would be lovely. The Lime Tree Time Machine. The Lime Tree Time Machine. That could that be the name of a segment. That couldn't it? <laughs> the Lime Tree. Oh my God, that should be a segment. The Lime Tree Time Machine. That's Get good. It. Yeah, we but, can ask guests where they'd want to go. In the Lime Tree Time Machine. Lads. That's what an idea. That's going in that like exclusive everybody. That is going in at the next episode when we'll have a guest on like the Lime Tree Time Machine. That's great. I'll have to do a jingle for it. We'll write one. We need, we need a logo thing. that is blue with a TARDIS on it. Yes, yeah, Alex, get a blue logo. Very good. Very good. He'd probably love that as well. He loves Doc No. Right. I think we should end one more. What is your guilty pleasure? Okay, my immediate thought was Eurovision. I don't think that's that guilty. No, it's cool. It's less cool. guilty nowadays, but like back in the day, it would have been. Because I've watched it for donkeys. Maybe. Eurovision. Okay. It, c- it could be anything. I suppose music is the obvious one because we're musicians, but it could be anything. A TV show, a food, I don't know, whatever. A TV show. I like watching Coronation Street. Really? Yeah. Like religiously, or do you just kind of dip in and I out? I watch or? it when it's on. He knows more about it than most. Okay, fair enough. Music, though, I'm a. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's it's an odd one for music, isn't it? Because, like like you say, eclectic taste and all that. Exactly. I don't, have to, I don't have a guilty pleasure for music. I like what I like. And this is simple yeah, well. exactly. Yeah. Just let it be. Yeah. Let TV shows, be. maybe I have a guilty... I don't know. I don't watch TV. Okay, I think TV is probably, for me, is probably uh, Naked Attraction. That's a great show. Oh, God. <laughs> Actually, funny enough, I'd never watched that before. Then When we were down in the Warner Hotel, it was on the TV, and I had it on for a few seconds. I thought, no, I'm not watching this. No, if someone it's, looked through the window... Do you know, it's became like uh, when when me and Soph go away and we're back at the hotel, because we're not party animals, we like don't stay out late or anything. So when we come back home, it's always on the TV when we get back to the hotel and we watch that. It's like that. 11 o'clock or something, isn't it? Yeah, and we yeah, watch yeah. that before we I step go past the watershed. I think so, yeah. I mean, can you imagine? Like, it's six o'clock. Yeah. What's this? Mammy, daddy, what's that? Yeah. That's probably, <laughs> me. yeah. It seems to be that's uh, what we watch anytime we're, we're away. Music-wise, uh, I think... Not necessarily guilty pleasure, but things that people might not be aware that we're into or I'm into. Uh-huh. Uh, I really like trance music. Really? Yeah. I'd have never guessed that for you. Yeah. like I like a good remix. Like Good remix. I like anything that has like, that you would hear in like a club and be like, oh, this is, this is quite cool. Like, I, I'm, but I'm, I'm not on about like, I don't really like club life if I'm, or club land or whatever. I see what you mean. Yeah. But like, um, I don't know, like anything that has like a bouncy remix or anything, or like a little bit further from that. I guess maybe what got me into it is I used to be like into uh, the Prodigy and the Chemical Brothers and Daft Punk yes. and stuff like that. So that kind of side of stuff that bleeds into like trance and house remix stuff, I'm all about that. Like, which leads us on to say that Try and my latest single does have 
a remix coming out very soon <laughs> that we've made, uh, which I'll probably show you after this, uh-huh. uh, which is actually class. It's better than the original. It's so good. <laughs> uh, it's great. This so, is a new direction very, you're going to go in. Oons, oons. Oh, I, it's like got it. It's got all of the cliche house music remixes ever. Like you know, like when the vocal like te- yeah. goes to like a telephone yes. voice and stuff like that. Like it's got all the cliches. Is there a great. drop in everything? Oh, I, it's it's dropping like it's hot. It's great. It's uh, I, I'm sure uh, that might be out by the time this goes out. I'm not sure. I don't know when we're releasing it. Um, if not, then you'll hear it soon. Right, well, thank you very much for listening to the Lime Tree Sessions podcast. This has been episode four with me, Jack Milchreist. And Fusco. And Scott Charlton. Please tune in next week for the next episode. Uh, we may have a guest on. We don't know what the plan is yet. Hopefully, we'll uh, we'll have somebody else to talk to. Otherwise, we'll just have to deal with us three again. <laughs> but thank you very much. We'll see you next week and uh, have a good one. Cheers. Cheers.